Hello, and for those listening on the day of publishing, happy Valentine's Day. But what I have to say to you today applies for any other day of the year as well. I want to talk about self-love and self-care in the context of food. And food is very often used, isn't it, to help us feel better, to manage our emotions, to answer those emotions, to give us comfort, to help us, I don't know, nurture ourselves and feel more at peace. And of course, that is not necessarily because the food is doing the trick, although it might taste nice. It is more about the role that food plays in our lives. And I want to do another post about that and another podcast and perhaps a video about that at another time. But specifically in terms of the self-love thing and the looking after ourselves, I wanted to just talk about the fact that a lot of that self-care around food comes up because many of us have grown up in an environment where food was offered as a reward and as compensation very often for feeling bad. Particularly those inverted commas treat foods will take us back to a time when we were looked after by others. I do remember my grandmother always gave us chocolate if we fell over. And that, you know, over time develops quite a fundamental and lasting relationship with the role that foods like that have. And as we get older, our need for comfort and the emotions get bigger and often then the need for taking us back to that part of our lives when food helped make it all better, they can become more extreme, our need becomes more because the emotions are bigger. So None of that is necessarily or fundamentally a problem unless food is what we always use in response. And if we do make that response quite extreme, as I alluded to earlier, um, because the connection means that we create situations of overeating. And of course, in particular, we will very often turn to food as part of a self-care process to answer negative emotions. Um, but yes, that, that overeating, if it does get extreme, it doesn't perhaps feel like it immediately afterwards. But yes, if you have overeaten, if you've eaten a lot of food, um, if you've turned to chocolate, and, and now I'm getting into the realms of, you know, if those foods like chocolate and biscuit are restricted, then the chances are you will eat more of them. But if you turn to them, even if you are trying to manage your weight and consciously you know that they're not perhaps the most nutritious choice, they're not going to stabilise your blood glucose and all of that, you are looking after yourself. And it's difficult to believe because I think there's part of our conscious mind that, that knows that overeating on particularly high fat or high sugar food is not really going to make us feel better. But at the time, those messages that come from a previous time in our life where foods like that helped us feel better 
are all about self-care. It's coming from the learned behaviour and the automatic responses we have to those negative emotions. You know, it's, it is about the role that food has played in our life and, and the helpful feeling that it gives us at that time in the immediate. It's about distraction, isn't it, as well? And so because we've learned and adopted those behaviours, what I want to say to you is that it's perfectly normal that in response to the same emotions in adult life, we turn to what has always given us comfort, and that is food. And so, therefore, eating like that can be a way to distract addressing those emotions, to postpone having to deal with them. It's a kind of flight response from those emotions and situations that we don't want to face or think about. So the first thing to remember is that it is normal and to just let that go and say, okay, I understand where it comes from. And also here I do want to say that some emotional attachment to food is is natural and is helpful. And, you know, sometimes it is what we need. And as I mentioned in my opening, it is only really when it becomes the only tool and where that overeating becomes obsessive or becomes large often in response to previous restricting or undereating um, that actually then that behavior because it's not where we want to be can make us feel even more wretched and disappointed with ourselves and can encourage us to eat even more and of course continual overeating will have an impact on your weight and on your health um, the other thing to say about about eating in this way is that if we are getting into a binge situation, um, what happens is that we we may be continuing to eat because we're not getting the emotional release that we need and therefore we just keep on and on and on and then we get into the habit of the of the eating and the reason why we're doing it can often disappear altogether. And if you think about it logically, food is rarely going to address many of the emotions that we have. And so the step to take, and it's a step that I take with my clients in a very specific way, is to start to understand the emotion that's going on. Where does it come from? And to then decide what you want to do with it. Is it something relating to someone else that actually needs to be addressed? Is it something relating to someone else that needs to be worked through on your own? Is it an emotion like boredom, which actually might be dealt with by going and finding an activity which could give you a lot more satisfaction than eating something? I'm simplifying here because I'm having to talk generically. When I deal with my clients, we obviously do this on a much more personal, focused level. And sometimes that involves helping them with communication skills, with assertiveness, with creating a menu of activities that they can choose from, to taking them back to times when they have been 
occupied by something which has been very satisfying and very enjoyable, for example. And we also work on a process of trying to slow down the thinking so that the self-care that we choose is really bespoke to us at that particular moment. And that for the majority of the time, we get to a point where actually food doesn't really do it for us anymore. We don't even think about it as an option. And so therefore this emotional eating in response to wanting to feel better, wanting to look after ourselves, wanting to um, give ourselves love, actually isn't about food. It's about something else. And it's about something else which is much more meaningful and which opens up all other sorts of possibilities, as well, of course, as having a direct impact on weight, if that's what you're managing, and on your health, both your mental and your physical well-being. And so this is one of the common eating psychology therapies that I use with my clients, and it unlocks all sorts of opportunities and feelings of empowerment and a much, much better, deeper, richer element of self-love than actually a bar of chocolate can really ever give you. So I hope that has helped. And as ever, if you want any help to find a better way to look after yourself, a more fulfilling and lasting and positive way to exhibit self-love, then get in touch and I would be more than happy to help you. Take care. Bye.